<laughs> Me either. I don't play. I, I just I just watch. I gamble with my gardening. There you, there you go. That, that is a great call. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Over the Garden Fence, brought to you by Waddell's Nursery, Floral, and Garden Center at the corner of 12th Street and Millam Road. Now, here's your host for Over the Garden Fence, the inevitably broke Andy Waddell. <laughs> How are you? I, I, I'm, I'm poor and broke, That's but I'm right. good. But I, I like life that way. It's it, Nothing surprises right. me. Gardening is a gamble, but a lot, most of the time it pays off. So there's some, some good payoff now that uh, everybody's starting to harvest and uh, yeah. start, their fruits of their labor is starting to come through. You oh, know? my goodness. I'll tell you what. I was listening, of course, to uh, the Ken Lanfear Morning Show. Yeah. And, of course, he, he, he uh, hosts the uh, people that run both... Um, you know, Kalamazoo uh, yep. Farmer's Market in yep. Texas Corners, and they say it's just happening. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. The Texas Corners people say they have everything yeah. right now. Good bumper crop this year. Yeah. So a lot of moisture in the last couple of weeks that have brought, brought things on, maybe even a, a tad early. We had the sweet corn the other night that was nice, full ears, and uh, delicious. So. I had some, too. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. I need to take a trip down to Constantine because I, I lean towards Steer's sweet corn. Oh, my goodness. Oh, nice. Oh. <laughs> mm. Everybody has their favorite around town. So right, right. Um, peaches and cream or sweet 100 or everybody's have their freight favorite variety so hey thanks for having me hey thanks for coming by yeah yeah so we're uh we're listening over garden fence this morning and if you do have questions comments concerns um give us a call at 382-4280 or if you're a little radio shy you can text us anytime at 80373 yeah and i uh first want to say a couple things before i get started um met some uh, folks from chicago yesterday that uh pick up broadcasts across the lake and listen to uh over the garden fence okay uh, faithfully right. and uh, just wanted to say hi to them this morning and then uh even folks down in northern indiana yeah uh over by warsaw picks up wkzo on good mornings and they were just uh saying hi to us the other day so it's it's nice for people to sit down grab that cup of coffee and uh maybe uh do some relaxing you know and uh i my second thing i wanted to say is i went shopping yesterday mm-hmm. at waddell's gee go figure <laughs> but most <laughs> most of the time i'm running through okay and i'm trying to either help a customer help a landscaper help an event <clears throat> right get something solved and actually i had a lot of fun i had so much fun uh so much knowledge was being shared with our little team i was picking out some hydrangeas for a new spot at our house so i was just trying to say thank you team for uh, uh helping me out yesterday giving us some yeah. uh, give me advice and stuff and um uh how, uh how did the event go last saturday oh my very nice. We had great tours. Um, yes, it was warm, but our, our Lucy booth where, uh, our, you know, Charlie Brown and Linus had to come up and get their knowledge. You could come up and get your hydrangea knowledge all day long. So uh, we thank you for everybody that showed up and uh, uh, had some, uh, even some hydration stations where you could come get your hydrangea lemonade and water. And uh, your own hydrangea fan like you used to have in church when you were uh, trying to fan yourself when it was uh, yeah. a little warmer and uh, a little fresh popcorn. So it's kind of nice. So yeah, thank you, everybody. Right. So um, my dad and grandpa would have called it a million-dollar rain. Local farmers call it the crop saver or manna from heaven. No matter what we called it, the recent rains were a truly blessing. Irrigation, yes, 
keeps our lawns and gardens alive, but nothing can compare to a good soaking rain. Every garden I've seen now is performing a lot better with a little adequate moisture than it was back in June. <clears throat> I uh, remember walking that uh, lawn and uh, you felt like you were breaking the lawn. <laughs> it was snapping right into it as you were walking through. It was so dry. So, wow, that's all I can say. What a temperature drop um, the last few days. Uh, it was just beautiful this morning as we were collecting your notes. So, uh, you know what? Good morning, America. I love gardening weather. So <clears throat> with the moisture levels up, we're just presented with actually unique opportunities for summer planting. Perhaps now would be a time to, uh, to rip out those overgrown plants around the foundation of the house. Is there some privacy or some security issues? Are they rubbing against the house and ruining the siding? If so, maybe take a few snapshots with your phone before you come in. Everybody likes to take pictures now, don't they, Jim? Mm -hmm. I'm not guilty. <laughs> you don't have one picture. You have a thousand pictures of the kids, the the event, the uh, the house. So um, uh, take some measurements and then come in for some free advice. Walk and talk like I did yesterday with one of our many certified nursery specialists or our nursery team, and glad to help you select, plan out, and and um, enjoy how to plant your plants, maybe with an up-to-date appearance. Remember, good landscaping adds more value and enjoyment to your home than any other project. And yes, we've been doing uh, inside projects this year, remodeling a kitchen, but we had already worked on our outsides uh, many, many times. So <clears throat> if you've noticed a few dull spots in your landscape, could you use a few pick-me-up plants? Consider filling those locations with a whole series of plants with ornamental grasses. Ornamental grasses come in different sizes, different colors, different heights, different seasons as they uh, plume out. There are actually loads of excitement for gardening and landscape possibilities. So maybe just to start, let's talk about some of the varieties that we have in stock. A lot of them are um, great new additions to our landscape we use constantly in our designs. To add to a corner or a backdrop or even to the back of a perennial bed, try brand new totem pole. I love the variety. Totem pole is a switchgrass prairie wind collection. It's an upright vase-shaped plant, five to six feet tall and only two to two and a half feet wide. Strictly columns of steel blue foliage. You cut it back in the spring to six inches and it will produce that same plant season after season. Another great accent is morning light. as a miscanthus variety that gets three to four feet tall. It's easy to grow, narrow green upright foliage, full sun, and this variety does not require good drainage. Sometimes... <clears throat> Our Michigan landscapes get over-irrigated. Uh, some plants just can't take that, and this is a plant that will take a little moist soil. It plumes out in late fall, and I love this plant because um, <clears throat> it will stay upright even in the storms, even in the rains. No, it probably won't in the ice, but it's a great plant for uh, um, year-round foliage con complementing uh, any landscape. Need even more interest, but limited on space? Try little dwarf zebra grass. 
green leaves with gold bands, and it is a red, purplish plume in the fall. And it takes moisture, and so it's an easy plant to grow compared to the older varieties of zebra grass. Um, Jim, I now know um, some of the hardest plants to pull out. Uh, my grandfather, junipers and yews used to be probably the worst. Mm. They're even harder than a tree. <clears throat> oh, wow. But I will say, big ornamental grasses, you need dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> Friends, <laughs> friends with shovels. <laughs> get, get, get a rope and a car. <laughs> you do. Yep. Car wouldn't even do it. It wouldn't even do it. Some of the some of the grasses are in, um, and it takes uh, a lot of muscle to pull those out. How, so how far down do those roots well, go? Well, they're, they're not so deep as they are wide and very aggressive. So they're they're, oh, okay. they're very okay. rooted in. Okay. They'll, they'll stay probably mostly likely under that twenty four inch in depth, but. Um, a lot of times you'll pull out a three to 500-pound root ball out of an ornamental grass as it gets older. We were removing some old varieties at Waddell's a couple seasons ago. Ah. You want to go native? Maybe it is time to uh, look at some of the native series. We have a variety called Blackhawks. It's a big blue stem variety. It emerges a deep green and purple and matures to black foliage in the fall. And it's actually great for height, and it's actually, um, this is really nice because it does best in poor soils. So I'm not saying to ignore the plant, but actually it does not need a lot of nurture. Need size for maybe a natural hedge? Maybe a fence is not the right thing? Are you sick of the deer? <laughs> I like deer, but <clears throat> um, deer can be a real issue as we uh, are uh, growing in our Kalamazoo market, mm -hmm. um, and there's less and less hunters, and there's more and more deer. Miscanthus purpurensis is a deer-resistant variety. It gets four to six feet with a two to four foot width. It gets orange and gold and red in the fall color, and its magenta flowers turn to a silky white. You need um, maybe a little more spring. Sometimes early varieties tend to flower and give you a early splash. This is a feather reed grass called Hello Spring. Hello Spring clumps in a forming an ornamental grass that bears beautiful variegated blades with crisp uniform green and white striping. Cream color, narrow plumes appear late spring to early summer. And again, deer resistant, but this variety is also salt resistant. We'll, we'll go to a break in a few minutes, but I know that um, small can be in. Compact forms tend to be some of our most popular varieties. Some of those need for rock or perennial borders. Great for dwarf accents including Hamlin, Little Bunny, Carly Rose, new varieties um, of the blue fescue called Beyond Blue, and some of the original called Elijah Blue are both great varieties that we, <clears throat> we have at Waddell's Garden Center out in our landscaping that really performs well. Japanese bloodgrass or red barren grass spreads quickly, a, a plant that gets only about 12 to 20 inches tall, but fills an area almost like a ground cover. So maybe there is a spot in your yard for some 
ornamental grass. Come on down. Waddell's has um, almost two dozen varieties of ornamental grass that could liven up any landscape or garden with your interest, foliage, and plumes. There you go. 382-4280, 877-382-4280. If you're shy and just want to text in a question to Andy, uh, text it to 80373. Over the Garden Fence continues after this quick break on WKZO. Would you like to do something green for the environment? Planting trees and plants from Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center is the original green thing to do. When you get your green goods from Waddell's, you can be assured of top quality. They've been grown in their own nursery, so they're sure to do well in our area. There are more than 200 varieties of flowering shrubs, 60 varieties of evergreens, and 500 varieties of perennials to choose from. And this week, all 135 varieties of shade, ornamental, and fruit trees are 40% off. Running low on time? Waddell's can help with that too. Just talk with any of their specialists to set up a time for your trees to be planted for you. Waddell's can help with everything from designing a garden to putting the finishing touch of mulch on your landscape. And remember, you can save 40% on all landscape trees in stock now through next Wednesday. Improve the environment and increase the beauty of your home with Waddell's, greening Southwest Michigan for 77 years. 919-69 and sunny in Kalamazoo at WKZO. Tiger baseball later today. Day baseball. I love it. Tigers race from Comerica Park, 1245. Free game with Dan Dickerson right here on 590 and 106.9 FM WKZO. It's going to be a very busy day in Detroit today. So if any of you are headed that way, um, be warned. Some big events tonight. Smokey Robinson's playing at the Fox Theater. Oh, nice. Uh-huh. And not only that, WWE SummerSlam at Ford Field. <laughs> you could probably expect 60000 plus for that. So Plus Tigers. And plus Tigers daytime, yeah. So if you're going to Detroit, you might want to maybe leave like an hour or three early. <laughs> there's <laughs> there's apps. Uh, I wish I could tell you which one that Danielle uses when we go to Lions game, and it will direct you. Around crashes through. Uh, oh yeah, oh, and yeah. it's oh, yeah. it's pretty cool. It'll lead you right to the back of the back of the bus almost. Right. So, um, so uh, um, I used to enjoy day games. Uh, Dad and Grandpa used to take us out to day games, and uh, Harley had a friend that was one of the trainers that used to get us out onto the field when we were kids. Yeah. Believe it or not, sneak out right along the dugout and um, uh, throw a couple balls. I do remember that. So. Yeah. My 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 baseball teams did not do well yesterday. Tigers, Cubs, Growlers all lost. So, oh, you know. Oh, I'm well. sorry. Oh well. Hey. Hey. So that's, that's, this is why we play 162 games, folks, <laughs> in in Major League Baseball. That's right. Not not like football games. Right. So hey, we're talking about ornamental grasses. Sometimes there is some living up that needs to be done. Um, sometimes you just can't make a plant grow. There is just not the effort because of lack of moisture, um, irrigation, uh, the volume of sun that it takes, beating hot sun or or the opposite. And that's where some of those ornamental grasses really are easy to uh, to maintain. I will say that a little spring TLC goes a long way. So after the late part of the spring, um, either 
if you have the opportunity, cut them back and get the, get rid of the foliage so the new growth comes up. The mother plant a lot of times will die out in the center and the outside ring will stay alive if you don't trim it back. And sometimes that will make a hollow center, which ends up having to be removed some um, few years down the road. So ideas with ornamental grasses stop in. So some other things that we're just looking at this morning to maybe get the most enjoyment out of your flower garden for the balance of your summer. Encourage annual flowers right now by trying to feed them, yes, every 10 days still with root and bloom from Fertilome. The water-soluble fertilizer can be applied right to foliage or root drenching. Petunias, marigolds, geranium, and any other annual flowers will appreciate this until frost with a little extra care now. <clears throat> I will say I did follow my own instructions on those. Mm -hmm. And the pots at our house are gorgeous this year because I did that root and bloom, and it really does work. Huh. I had rose problems also. I should be listening to the show more often. Uh, the rose had thrips. I had uh, the plants open, the plants doing very well, um, and all of a sudden the foliage was gone, the flowers were not opening, and you could see the evidence was right there. Roses, dahlias, gladiolas are all some of thrips' favorite plants. Control thrips with sprays of road shield in the early morning or in the early evening when it's below 72. Mm -hmm. Look your plants over very closely right now with red spider mite damage. Again, marigolds, impatience, roses, the famous burning bush, junipers, locusts, and also emerald green arborvita. And many other plants are exhibiting light brown foliage because of this mite damage. Arborvita, you can actually do a test or junipers on, um, or even burning bush. You can take a clean piece of paper and hold it in your hand like an 11 by 7. Yeah. Stick that clean piece of paper as close as you can to that foliage and really tap that foliage pretty good off that plant. See if you can get something to land on that white piece of paper. Oh, okay. Then take it and smear it. <laughs> If it's red, <laughs> you, chances are it will be. It is red spider mate. The smoky, the smoky effect of an emerald green arborvita is a dead giveaway. Fertilone broad spectrum or triple action will take care of that mixed with spreader sticker. Somebody said the other day, I applied a weed control and had no luck with it. I <clears throat> helped them work through spreader sticker, which all that is is a surfactant that helps allowing items to stick to the plant better. And believe it or not, the story was one of our farm assistants that was um, controlling weeds and did not have proper luck with the right weed control. Huh. We put on a spreader sticker, and lo and behold, just with the mix of the same item, we had great luck with a, with a kill. Trying to take care of certain weeds oh, is, okay. can be a challenge. Yeah. Okay, we do have Kathy on hold, but Kathy, stay right there. We need to take a quick break. We'll we'll pay, take your phone call next right here on Over the Garden Fence. You can get involved as well, 382-4280. What's been bugging you? 
Waddell's Plant Doctors have the answers and the top quality products to get rid of whatever weeds, insects, or plant diseases you've been noticing. Do the leaves on your tomato or pepper plants have brown spots? Waddell's recommends Fertilome Triple Action for many common issues. It'll prevent and control insects and diseases. Spraying every two weeks keeps your flowers, herbs, shrubs, and vegetable plants happy and healthy. This week, save $2 and get the ready-to-use Triple Action for $17.98. Or get the Triple Action Concentrate on sale for just $18.98. Tomato worms have been quite prolific this season. Now's the time to spray them with Natural Guard Organic Spinosad. Get the ready-to-use spray on sale for $13.98. You can also protect your garden and home from ants with the easy-to-apply ant killer granules. Available at Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center. Open Monday through Friday, 9 to 6. Saturdays, 9 to 5. Closed Sundays. 926, it's amazing when we go to break, we sometimes get sidetracked. We got sidetracked into coleslaw. <laughs> we, we were naming the places we yeah. like coleslaw. Yeah, and of course, you know, cabbage. Yeah, it's, I it's love a red plant. Cabbage. It's a plant. Hello. Yeah. That's the Dane in me, so. Yeah. <laughs> Kathy, save us from coleslaw, would you please? <laughs> yes, although I love coleslaw. <laughs> there you go. Well, we, 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 I think we may have a new show. Yeah, it's a it's, it's a all ca- coleslaw. It's a cabbage thing. So good morning, Kathy. Good morning. Hey, uh, how question, how can I help? Well, my question's not about the topic you've been discussing, but I hope you can help me. Sure. I have a flower bed that runs along the side of my house, so the plan now the flower bed I'm going to ask you about is on the north side of the house, and it is just full of lilies of the valley. Every year they get fuller. But I do not get any flowers at all. Mm-hmm. Maybe two, and I wonder what's wrong. Is it in the wrong spot? Or nope, nope. I don't think so. Because Northside would be fine with Lily the Valley. So here's what I might think: is is are you competing with a lot of shade? Shade sometimes, which Lily the Valley will take. Shade sometimes is very dry. Dry sometimes can be sand. I'm only wondering, and I might be very high in alkalinity. Could that? Okay. Could I get a soil test on that product uh, or on that area, uh, two inches below, right where that is uh, growing, and bring that in? Number two, could I put something that would? If you're getting, you're getting plenty of foliage, Kathy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I have to cut it back because it's trying to take over the sidewalk. So we need our middle number. We need superphosphate. That's what's going to produce flour. Bud and flower development is what's going to produce. So superphosphate, half strength, twice a season will um, almost produce flour, even the next season if we get some on now and some in October. Okay, that sounds great. I'm on my way later today to your facility so i'll pick up some when i get there yep you could even do one on either end of the bed kathy um a sandwich bag just a cup full uh about about two inches below and that'll just give us a good idea what what that ph is running if it's really high i'd want to do a little sulfur garden sulfur just to drop the ph but let's find out what it is first Okay, great. Thank you so much, Andy. All right. Yeah, thanks for calling in. Hey, thank you, Kathy. 382-4280. Any gardening question that you have, you know, it doesn't have to be about what we're talking about. It could be anything. That's right. That's right. And sometimes it just spurs uh, a thought or, a you know, uh, the ball gets rolling, and then you're like, oh, it's kind of right. like the project list. Okay, I do have a text uh, from the 269, and they say, good morning, Andy. Have you had any experience with a product called a hydrat- hydratane? Hydratain, hmm. H-Y-D-R-E-T-A-I-N. 
to help reduce watering your lawn or landscaping. Okay. <laughs> I I have not, but it's either a poly base or a maybe a microbe that will um, increase root development. My thoughts are I would have to look into it. I, I have not uh, worked with it myself. Sometimes beneficial enzyme increases root development, whether it's in uh, companies have done tests on lawns just trying to see how they would grow better and all you're trying to do is not produce top you're trying to produce root structure and uh, beneficial mites would increase that root development and uh, sometimes that mites will take one blade of root and turn it into 50. Um, transplant shock will go down the amount of water needed will go down in a plant so my guess is it's going to be in that I can do some research. I wrote it down, and I can get back with you a texture next week to, to uh, confirm. Hey, there you go. There uh -huh. you go. 382-4280. Jerry's on hold. Stay right there, Jerry. We're going to take your call next on Over the Garden Fence on WKZO. Need some shade? Waddell's Garden Center has a great selection of more than 100 varieties of locally grown trees. No landscape is complete without a shade tree, and this week save big on your choice of all shade, ornamental, and fruit trees in stock while they're all 40% off. An outstanding summer bloomer is the ivory silk Japanese lilac, and a spring bloomer that'll look great in your landscape is a redbud tree. Japanese maples make a beautiful accent tree. All sizes and colors of Japanese maples are also 40% off, including the Crimson Queen. Right now, it's just $83.99. You save $56. Providing shade in your landscape is great, and even better, it keeps cool your home, which saves on your energy bills. And remember, you get a warranty on trees and shrubs for up to five full years when you plant with Mike Tree and Shrub Growth Stimulant. Check out all the shady choices. Save 40% on any shade, ornamental, and fruit trees from Waddell's on Texas Drive at the corner of Millam and 12th Street. Partly to mostly cloudy skies continue for our Saturday. Still temperatures this afternoon will be near normal, topping off near 82. Winds will be calm from the east-northeast at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Overnight lows fall to near 61. Sunday will start off dry with even a few breaks of sunshine. Cloud cover develops in the afternoon with a high near 81. Showers and thunderstorms begin to develop in the late evening and overnight hours. Some areas could see significant rainfall, but there is no severe threat. Tracking Southwest Michigan's weather, I'm Storm Team 8 meteorologist Sarah Flynn. That is good news right there. Sunshine, 70 degrees in Kalamazoo at 590 and 106.9 FM WKZO. Over the garden fence continues, and we bring in Jerry. Good morning, Jerry. Jerry, good how morning. are you? Okie dokie. Yeah, how can I help today? Oh, uh, had to reseed a fairly sizable section of my lawn. Used your City Mix seed. Uh, came in well, but... I've also got a bunch of crabgrass. Mm -hmm. Now, can I spray that, or do I have to let the grass get more established before I put a chemical on it? So, Jerry, tell me the approximate date that you um, you put that new lawn in or the new reseeding down. Do you think you have four mowings on it yet? Uh, close to it. Yeah. Yeah, I'd wait a couple more weeks, but I would I would say that crabgrass killer is specific for just crabgrass kill. Okay, yeah. it's not going to kill your bluegrass, your rye, your like um, affinity rye or Manhattan rye. Any of the bluegrass mixes would be okay on that. The idea would not 
be on a young blade just to burn. It wouldn't kill it, but it might set it back. So if you think it's established, you got good, you know, three to four good mowings on it, I would say I'd go ahead with that because, boy, that crabgrass is, uh, I think people's um, – is just wearing down, and because you roughed up that area, that's where that crabgrass comes up pretty easy. So, yeper, I had to bring in some topsoil to level it off, and I'm afraid my topsoil was loaded with crabgrass. But anyhow, thank yep. you very much for that information. And crabgrass will come up whether you it, it loves just open areas. So know that. Uh, uh-huh. uh, a lot of times uh, the seed will die out. You won't have it next year if you put down that crabgrass control at the right time. And then sometimes, Jerry, figure 16 weeks is when it starts wearing down. So like the end of August, you know, sometimes we'll have some issues still. But that's where that crabgrass killer comes into play. So once you get that third or fourth mowing down, I'd say go ahead and use it, the crabgrass control. Okay, great. All Thanks right. Again. Thanks, Jerry. Thanks for the help. Thank you, Jerry. We yeah. appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, 382-4280. Plenty of time to get your uh, phone calls in right here. That's right. That's right. And I'd say that um, reseeding, actually, we'll talk about in a couple weeks. Middle August to middle August is actually, you're thinking, oh, it'll still be hot. But if you get your seed in your lawn going, (laughs) you will be very, very happy that you did a lot of times that... uh, Mm-hmm. Um, by September, you'll be uh, very pleased what uh, the results you'll get. So no. today might be now to examine lilacs for mildew on the foliage. Lilacs suffer from white mildew and covered the leaves and can easily be cleaned up. Occasional sprays of triple action will keep your lilacs clean and green all summer. Areas that re, uh, receive frequent irrigation are also sure to be infested with slugs. Favorite fairs of slugs are hosta, dianthus, petunias, marigolds, dahlias, and impatiens. Control slugs with bugetta pellets um, around the base of it. One person said recently, I don't have any slugs. I never see them during the day. And I will comment to the person, most slugs are uh, damage done at night. Oh, there you go. Hey, I have a text to 80373 uh, wondering when... Is corn ready to pick? Okay, so when you can feel that, um, you go to the top and you can feel where the corn is on a, almost like a bullet coming out the top, I would say it is not ready. When it feels like it's more like a rocket where it's, it's, uh, its point is not there and you feel it's quite wide, you can always see where that tassel or the, the corn has the hairs have gone brown usually at that point. Oh, that's okay. usually where the energy is kind of has spent, and that that uh, that width of that corn. Then at that point, you can open one up. You don't want to ruin one, but I'd say at that point, when you can feel the width on it, I'd say it's going to be a lot better than a real narrow narrow variety that you <clears throat> pick, yeah. and it's way too early sometimes. Yeah, three eight two four two eight zero. Carol joins us on Over the Garden Fence. Good morning, Carol. Hey, Carol. How are you? I'm doing very well. Hey, how can I help? One is, do you advise the possibility, which is what I've been using, and it works quite well if I get it soon enough, is uh, dish detergent and water to spray on this white stuff that comes on my flock leaves and dries <laughs> them. So, Carol, I would say um, 
I'm not sure I would try that. I've, you know, there's all kinds of wise tales from uh, beer and slugs to other things. I wouldn't want to do certain dish soaps, man, might have fragrances that end up burning the plant. I would say there's something very easy, Carol, that could take care of those flocks, though, and it's safe. It takes care of everything, Carol. It's called triple action. It takes care of your fungus. It takes care of your bugs, and it's safe to use. And it's it's actually safe for harvest right up to day of harvest. You can spray on vegetables or on fruits. So it's an item that would take care of that flocks. Carol, they are, uh, it's the upright garden flocks that is flowering right now. Yes. Yeah, they are known for it. So when sometime you are in uh, – Annual and Perennial Department has worked pretty hard on some of those newer varieties. There is newer series that tend to not be as powdery mildew. I have the old variety that was uh, there at the house when I bought it, and I get I get loaded with powdery mildew in the late summer. So um, newer varieties tend to be a little shorter too, Carol. They they fill out so they don't get quite as leggy too, and they don't get that powdery mildew. So triple action would be my would be my answer. All right, thank you. The other oh. question was. I, excuse me, I raise uh, or allow uh, milkweed to grow for the monarch. Mm-hmm, good. And in the last few years, two, three years, the monarchs have been on them, but each year it's been fewer, and those that did uh, make a cocoon and hatch, if they hatched, they couldn't, you know, their wings were funny, and the the... Uh, milkweed now has kind of almost disappeared, mm-hmm. and I don't understand why. It's been this last year. I have uh, little worms that get into it, so I try to watch that and and take care of that if I can. But so, they do it overnight, of course, and then you don't see it until yeah. it starts to die. So, Carol, I, what the plus? I, what you can do for that? Yeah, what the plus is on that is. The monarchs like the fresher, I've been reading up on milkweed, and the fresher foliage or probably that rotation, something's eating it, but you know those milkweed roots are still there. It's not dead. It has just been eaten back. So um, when that plant matures, they do say when it matures, it's one point. When it starts flopping over, Carol, take about a third or a quarter of it and nip it back. Then the new growth comes out, and the monarch is more attracted to that younger foliage instead of all the tough foliage that sometimes they're not attracted to as much if you do some reading on it. So that might be a suggestion, and then that vigor might come back. June was a very dry season, and maybe that uh, milkweed took a dormant time off. So I'm just thinking how you could produce a little bit better for next year on that milkweed. Um, our, we have milkweed in the back and it was loaded with monarchs the other night. So I'm usually loaded with milkweed for them, but it's just not been appearing this year at all. So when you see that next year, when you see that, and I would say then you might have to introduce some, but do a little pruning when you do see it come up and you might be surprised how it will bush out. So thank you, Carol. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you, Carol. Uh, Linda, stand by. Your, our last phone call that we'll take after this final break on Over the Garden Fence. 
Where do you go to get professional plant advice and the best quality plants? Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center. Waddell's has Michigan certified nursery specialists, lawn pros, and master gardeners on staff to help you choose the right plants or to help diagnose what may be wrong with your existing plants. Stop in to see for yourself. You'll find the best selection of trees, shrubs, perennials, evergreens, products, and tools. You'll also find the plant doctor. The plant doctor can help you with a bothersome weed, an irritating insect, or a sick plant. Do you have a concern about your lawn, tree, perennial, or shrub? Do you have molds in your lawn? Are weeds taking over a garden area? Bring in a sample of the plant and some soil from around it to get an accurate assessment and a prescription for control and prevention techniques. You can even bring in a sample of your soil to get a free pH test. Waddell's Plant Doctor is always in and ready to help. Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center on Texas Drive at the corner of Millam and 12th Street. We only have a couple of minutes here on Over the Garden Fence. Linda has been patiently waiting. Good morning, Linda. Welcome to Over the Garden Fence. What is your quick question? How can I help, Linda? Well, my husband planted a a big garden this year, and he's having problems with his squash. Beautiful plants. He's been taking really good care of them, but now all of a sudden um, the leaves are wilting. Yeah, and I thought it was bore, but I looked. <clears throat> excuse me, and it's not. It's just like a section of the plant. The leaves will just wilt and die. So I want you to look, get one of those bores. Uh, I'm sorry, get one of those leaves, Linda, and bring it to the table this morning. Can you see segmented uh, dead lesions in that uh, foliage itself? Sometimes you will not get powdery, but downy mildew. Then number two, oh. the bore will not necessarily go into that portion of the plant. The bore might be six feet back. So check mm. your stem, look at your stem growth, and see maybe if you can do your CSI work finding it there. Um, downy mildew, I would hate to say, I don't like to say it, but segmented is usually a square lesions on the foliage of the plant that will take part of the squash or all the squash down. Um, not it, it can spread, but it can be controlled too. So, um, Oh, a triple action work for It that? will. It will. Not okay. not necessarily okay. with control of everything else. Downy mildew, un- unfortunately, has to be eradication on that portion of that plant. Eradication okay. has to be re- removal. So let's do a, our right. CSI work. Go down your stem. Mm-hmm. Let's look to see if you can find lesions or holes into that stem. Triple action would be what I'd use immediately. Let's diagnose mm-hmm. that leaf, bring it to the table, and let's uh, either bring it in or do some home diagnosis on it. Okay, then is the fruit still good on it or the vegetables? Fruit would still be good. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yep. I'd remove that portion. If you do question that leaf, bring it in and Mm -hmm. we'll help you out from there. Okay. All right. Okay, Linda. Thank you, you, Linda. Lots of calls, lots of texts. Good show today, Andy. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Thank Ed. you. I appreciate everybody listening in. And, uh, you know, I think vegetables are on on hand and everybody's uh, starting to harvest. And there's a lot of insects from the uh, last couple of weeks of rain. There so. you go. Thank you all for listening to Over the Garden Fence. Tune in each Saturday morning after 9 a.m. for Over the Garden Fence. Brought to you by Waddell's Nursery Floor and Garden Center at the corner of 12th Street and Millam Road on WKZO. Gentlemen.